0: Welcome back.
1: You're listening to Lebs on League since 2022 with your hosts Johnny K. Ruse, Basibud, and Chris Daha. The views expressed by the panel of Lebs on League are either our opinions or intended simply as entertainment. Before we get started, we'd like to ask you to like and subscribe to this podcast if you like what you hear. That way, you can be notified when a new podcast is released. We can be found on the Anchor platform, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to wherever you are and whenever you are listening to this podcast, whether your team is no longer taking any further part in the NRL and you have a sudden interest in the Swans, or whether you've gone from forcing bins to no sin bins in the space of a week but get Ashley Klein again in the prelim. Hashtag WTFNRL or... You are making some sweet love to that somebody special. We are Lebs on League, where a group of Lebo's discuss all things NRL, no holds barred. And with me to discuss Rugby League, as per usual, the beast from the Middle East, Basabood. Take care, boys. I'm going to say it.
2: I think Ashley Klein has some dirt on somebody in high places. That's why he survives no matter what. That's how he keeps getting his gig. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because... What was last week in the South Roosters game, right? And let's be fair, income here. Jared Maria Hargreaves was charged with a head slam. Yep. And he copped three weeks, effectively. Correct. Did Jack Whiten not slam the head of Mitchell Moses on the weekend? He did. Not only. Now, Jared Haria Hargreaves used his arm to force uh, Thomas Burgess to the ground. Jack Whiten, his whole torso. Upper torso came down on top of Mitchell Moses' head. Now, in the Rooster-South game, Ashley Klein missed that. He was tipped to by the bunker. Where the fuck was the bunker this week? He was in a place called Inconsistency Lane. Honestly, if, if the powers that be at the NRL don't think this week-to-week changing of the rules and picking one week and not is not having a detrimental effect on the game and the fans have
1: had a fucking gutful, then they're they're so misconceived it's not funny. I think the NRL, in so many different categories, Bass, under so many different headings, really spoil the game for the people. And it's a big to the fans. It is. And by the way, Chris, the reason why... You're not supposed to say anything yet. It's because you haven't been introduced. yet. Yeah, shut the fuck up. So we don't want to hear from you until not you're introduced. Yet. That could be about
2: thirty minutes we're, into this podcast. We're
3: going to hold off for a bit. Um, it's like a surprise,
2: you know. You never. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like
3: you're like a Kinder Surprise. It's like, and you know, our yes. friends at One Touch Waterproofing for all your waterproofing needs. Chris Daha. Hey, how you going, Chris? Not bad. It's fucking pretty sad when you're introducing yourself okay, Ruth. off, Today I'll be Chris.
1: And let's talk about the Dragons. dragons. Yeah. We should have a Dragons podcast.
0: Uh, I yeah, think they've got one. You should. And it's not very successful. I hope you
1: find some friends that want to do that with you, Chris. Um, do you want to introduce uh, me or not, really? Yes. And I thought you'd just introduce yourself. <laughs> and from our friends at One Touch Waterproofing, for all your waterproofing needs, Christopher Daha. How is your team still alive? You know how I know I it upsets you, Chris. No, I I it just, must uh, eat you no, up
3: inside. No, I just don't like seeing Latrell Mitchell, you know, just poking the bear and the crowd and trying to get the, on the side with the media. I, I don't like that. I don't like that. I, I'm, I'm hoping someone puts a forearm into his head this week. <laughs> Chris,
2: we don't it's, condone, we don't don't condone a, violence we don't on this podcast. Violence and I'm, and I'm sure Bas can vouch for
3: me. No, I don't. Want
2: somebody, Unless it's correct, I want somebody it. to kick him in the head. Um, oh,
3: okay. Well, Fisher Harris can probably
2: Ruz, do that. In the same vein as the Parramatta Eels, can Chris introducing himself be
1: considered nepotism? I think so. <laughs> I think is it in his contract that nepotism is not tolerated at all? So I'm just curious, you what, know.
3: Why does Parramatta always have a drama on the eve of like a big game or something? Oh, look, haven't that, they had a couple of times like fighting within and that? Like was something comes about all the time for Para.
2: Yeah, as long as they get derailed, it doesn't matter. Before yeah. we go on, I thought there's a topic we must bring up the uh, that I saw the Queen on
1: Sunday. Well mm. Bast, <laughs> you you've got something to talk about, haven't yeah,
3: you? Yeah, I do. Is uh, Chris, have you done any homework? <laughs> Talk about the Queen. What, was the what? Queen a
1: Rugby League fan? <laughs>
3: <laughs> she went for the West Tigers.
2: Go on, Bass. Uh, I saw a, uh, a special on Channel 7 on the weekend regarding Mario Fennec. And uh, I've had the pleasure of meeting Mario on numerous occasions. And uh, the guy was, how can I tell you, he was very jovial. He's a jovial sort of a character who's very animated and everything. You feel like the life has been sucked out of him, and 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 it was very sad to see it on that that Doco, you know, early onset dementia at the age of fifty three.
1: Yeah, it's a life changing episode and sucks the soul out of you. I know some people, older people in the grips of dementia, and it's horrible enough after a long life, but early onset, it's like getting the news that you've got cancer. And like you, Bass, I've met him a few times, and he's a larger than life person, a real presence. Has been his whole life in his footy and his media career. They
3: blame, were they blaming Channel 9 or the footy show for taking like, well, the mockery out of him and that? Well, but I, I don't think anyone knew at the time. Well, the thing is, Fatty Warden came out
2: today and uh, with a writer reply, and he said Mario sat him down and told him, I think it was in 2016 17, of the fact that he might have uh, early-onset dementia, and Fatty Vorden, hand on heart, categorically came out and said, we nev- We had pretty much cut back his uh, appearances on the show after he said that, and he goes, to say that we took the mickey out of him and made fun of him, knowing that he had dementia, he goes, that's a slight on us, and he goes, I won't have it, so...
3: They took the mickey out of him being, like, the Falcon. Like,
2: Look, Lina, no, no. he was. He was he was the brunt of a lot of their jokes on the show, but it was all in good jest. And at the end of the day, if Mario wasn't up for it, he would have stopped coming on the show.
1: He wouldn't have lent himself to it. I he agree. wouldn't have lent himself to it. So uh, But
2: regardless of it. It's all, all of in good that, fun.
1: Yes, it was in good fun. But the main story is Mario's having a tough time and it's an unfortunate direction for his life to take. It's been a huge part of our lives uh and memories. Of the game growing up, um, he's also a bit of a hero of mine, and no one can take away from him his role in the game and its development. Well,
2: to see to see a guy at his age, 60, have a carer two or three days a week that takes him out for coffee and takes him to the gym. It's, it's way too young. It's way too young. And, you know, might I say, i if you ever wanted an advertisement of why the NRL has changed its protocols regarding the high shots and the hits to the head and the concussion and so on, there it is, but Mario did play in an era where you copped a high shot, being four reserves on the bench, and if you came off, you're not coming back on. Nine times out of ten, your mentality was shake it off. You don't want to let the team down. You don't want to leave them short a man on the bench. You don't want to be going off this early in the game, and so on and so forth.
1: And we didn't understand what it did to us back then. Correct. You and I did the same. Yeah, Every absolutely. time we copped a knock to the head, th- n- none of us wanted to go off. No. Up. The science so, is different.
2: So, but having said that, if you ever wanted to play in like Mario's era, like we said, you, a high shot was par and parcel for the course. Today, you're playing in an era where there are a, a massive duty of care on the players. There are protocols in place to look after and effectively nurse the players through you know, health issues of that kind. But having said that, I heard a very interesting fact on the weekend. You know the independent doctor that assesses the players when they come off mm-hmm. actually does not via Zoom. He's not on the ground.
3: Yeah, I heard that
1: today.
2: Now, with all due respect...
1: Wow. So this guy doesn't even eyeball them.
2: He doesn't. This is what I was well, getting I mean, So what protocols,
3: what protocols do they go through via Zoom? Correct. What does he say?
2: <laughs> Blink, look to the left, look to the right. With all due respect, there is a certain amount of information that you can gather by being in front of a person face-to-face. Yes or no? Can we, can we agree on that? Absolutely.
3: So surely... The, the uh, rules have to change, though. But Surely
2: a lot of guys who failed HIA protocols, you'd think to yourself... But that didn't look that bad. It was like it looked innocuous. It wasn't that bad, and they failed. And you've seen guys thinking that he's done. He's not coming back on. A la Takiaho in our game against South. Yeah. Not, you thought yeah, he played up, the ball the wrong way. Played the ball, he he can't looked come like back. he was. A,
1: he came back on. Well, I was listening to um, Triple M on the weekend, and uh, um, someone on the panel. I can't remember. It might have been Chad Townsend was mentioning that the um, the HIA protocols uh, are very tough to get through, even if you don't have a concussion. So it is made to really catch somebody out. It's hard to fudge it. So whatever it is, I don't fully understand it. I do know that there's a lot of talk about next year it being a mandatory two weeks yeah, instead two weeks. of one. I was, was going to say that. The AFL's I, 11 days. I think that saves them from themselves. I mean, don't get me wrong. When I saw Cam Murray go down, I really wanted him to play the following week, et cetera, et cetera, as they would have wanted with Mitchell Moses. But at some point, we just have to have a standard, which is... You go out, you fail the HIA, you are off for two weeks. The AFL does it. I believe that the ARU does it. And, uh, and I think it's similar protocols in, with the NFL. We've got to follow suit.
2: Earlier in the UK, Ruz, there was a game where Adam Reynolds was mic'd up. And I think he had a knock on the head. And he got asked, who scored the last try? Who, did, you, did they kick the goal? What's the score? And so on and so forth. Like, How strict or how tough are the, the questions? Of I the think HIA the ones medical?
3: that come during the week assessment during the week not not the one not the one what they do inside the sheds. the
2: assessment during the week you've had time to clear your head and had the hindsight of rest yeah, the on ground one the the one that you, you hear the referee calling somebody over goes independent doctor said you come off what has so the independent doctor seen it on the screen gets him off and then assesses
3: him via zoom and i'm thinking you know what i hate why does it take the bunker to tell the referee let's say we see a collision right and then someone's stumbling he doesn't come off as as quickly, but thirty seconds later, the play stops. The bunker says, "Yeah, but to Chris, the referee, Klein, go. Yeah, but the referee is but, watching the next process. No, no, no. But that trainer should grab him and just take him straight off. The trainers, the trainers have duty of care as well. Like, don't leave him on no, there. Don't leave him on there, Chris. No, because, no, the, bunker, because the bunkers a, looking no, at TV. You're opening a can of worms now. Because if you
2: say the trainer should be taking him off. If the trainer doesn't take him off and then he has brain damage, it's now the trainer's fault. You're opening up a can of worms. Yeah. How's the guy sitting in the bunker saying, oh, my that It's an independent look- doctor, Chris, not the guy in the bunker. It's an independent doctor who calls the, the yeah, referee.
3: But, yeah, but we already know he got hit and, c- and c- I know. No, but,
1: but, but when the play moves on, you've got the independent doctor sitting there and going... What, to have, have him a look he, at him, to, to what, no, to no, view see how he's walking in that? Watching the hit? No, he's watching actually watching how, the hit. Watching the hit, how he responds, how he gets up. You know, is there a slight wobble? Is he shaking his head? Are there any signs? So, you know, there's protocols
3: in place. and I, I don't think we could really argue about what they are. We don't know them. What's so hard about just taking him off for 30 seconds and just just double-checking that he's okay on the sideline? And then if he's okay, just put him straight back on. I know it's in the heat of the game, but like, would you rather him take another hit up and get hit and it's too late? No, what by, they'd rather by, do... Why then? Chris, they, don't, they, want they don't
2: want to move them straight away. The way, The reason why they assess them where they are... Is if it's too bad, then they can take action there. You don't want to be jogging him off the field, assessing him on the sideline, and then sending him back on. You want to assess him right there, right then. Like the independent doctor saw uh, Corey Harawir and niari in that game against Parramatta. He was he yeah, was la la land. It was considered a category two straight away. Your night's I think over. It's a one, you're gone already. Whatever it was, but his night was over automatically. It's not in the trainer's hands. The trainer is not a professional in the medical field to be able to assess that. That's why it's left up to an independent doctor. And the referee has to follow the play. He can't be looking at, oh, is the player stumbling and miss a forward pass or miss a so on and so forth. That's why it's looked at by an independent person and it's tipped to the referee then. And we must move on.
1: Two more teams are bowed out. Two more teams edge forward and now 80 minutes away from playing in the grand final. This week, we say goodbye to the Canberra Raiders and the Cronulla Sharks. This Friday, the Eels progress through to play the North Queensland Cowboys up in Twansville and Souths and the Panthers play on Saturday night at Homebush. Both games in week two of the finals were a bit of a blowout with the Eels teaching the Raiders a lesson in humility and South showing the Sharks they had no place being in the top four. Do we kind of agree with that or am I speaking out of the back of my... And you know, well, the Canberra Raiders were lucky they limped into the eight. They had an easy run well, getting the, into the eight. Not just that, had
2: the Broncos not had the unceremonial four from grace that they did, if they had just managed to
3: win one of
1: their last seven or eight games, yeah, they make the four. Canberra done. Canberra done.
2: Well,
3: well, not two I games end, away from the four anyway. Oh, no,
1: I guess don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, you've got to have enough points to get through. But that run home is essential in showing who's in form. But having said what, as, you, you, as yes. you enter the finals.
2: But having said what you said, you want to talk about they had a case of uh, humility handed to them i tell you who needs a slap of humility is that fucking Ricky Stewart. Because the week before, he was, uh, well, yeah, we didn't get any 50 50s. He was being sarcastic throughout his whole press conference. Now, he comes around and says, I am adamant that if we didn't have injuries during the year, we would have been in the top four. Yes. Who didn't have injuries, yeah.
1: you moron? Saddam. Who didn't have injuries, you idiot? You just showed <laughs> we
3: could have made the eight if we didn't have a half the team
1: injured. And you just showed that you don't deserve to be in the top four. You can't go out... When's the last time there was that big a blowout in week two of the finals? I know that you sometimes get in week one because you've got some teams that just edge into the top eight. I've never seen two
3: big scorelines like that in week two.
1: It was pretty big, wasn't it? Yeah, I've never seen that. But on that, let me ask who did it better. You've got Ricky Stewart that comes out in the end and says, I was proud of the boys. That wasn't who we are. And we know that's not who we are. And I'm a happy man and I'm proud. And then you get... Greg Fitzgibbon comes out and just says... I can't go into the off season a happy man. That was bitterly disappointing, and you could really see that the man was upset. and And by saying that, of course, he's, it's a message to his team. Who did that right? Fitzgibbon. Yeah, but see, Ricky Stewart is trying to uh, cuddle and milly his boys. But also, is that a message to the board? That's is that absolutely. a message to his? club?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, he, he's very calculated in what he says. He's very calculated, and he he knows how to deflect from him or protect himself any, either way you want to look at it but like Ricky Stewart has had a decent side his whole time down at Canberra
1: he's had a decent squad and you saw what they could do and when when they were on form they looked amazing well but they can't do that week in week out this is the same issue I have with Souths when Souths are on form they look amazing they don't do that week in yeah
2: week well out. you gotta but look at it this way the Raiders got themselves up for the Melbourne game. That was their grand final.
3: That was their grand final. Well, it's a big ask to go down to Melbourne and beat Melbourne.
0: You Correct. Gotta, you know, you got
2: to come up. You got to be up for that game. And then I said to Chris, the week before, the Sharks threw everything they had at the Cowboys. They lost it in the final couple of seconds of that game. That was their grand final. Who, the
3: Sharks as well. Yeah. Whoever lost that game was done. I reckon. Well,
2: I know we said the Canberra limped into the eight, but having said that, I think the Sharks way overachieved by finishing
1: second. Way over I, there. I say absolutely. They're a top eight team. Are they a top four team? I don't think so. Are they a top two team? Definitely Certainly not. Certainly not
3: a top two team. John Morris had them in the eight last year anyway. Well, having said that... So are they a top four team? No. Yeah. As Fitzgibbon made them a top four team. So let's say they get a tougher draw next year. That That's going to be a big test for them because they played the bottom eight sides, what, twice? Twice. So That's why I'm getting that. And that's why they fit,
1: finished second. But that's what, you, that's what we're saying though, Chris. Uh, fair enough, they got into... The top four, but they had an easier run. So they had a
3: way easier run. The
1: Cowboys had an easier run. Yeah,
3: But to Bower, the way they did, you know, conceding 32 the week before and conceding what, 38? Yeah. In so two weeks. Th- yeah, th- yeah, th- that's not, that's not for, for a coach that's defensive. For finals, when, yeah. when
1: your life is on the line.
3: For a coach that likes to defend and, you know, have a defensive structure, of course he's not happy. He, he won't be happy with that. That's
1: the other thing. When Ricky Stewart says that's not who we
3: are. I beg to differ. That's exactly who you are. Yeah, and just another thing too, Nico Hines had a great season. Don't get me wrong and everything, but I I was telling Bass, like when the pressure moments come, he's not that organizing half. He hasn't got a great kicking game. I I actually heard someone say on the radio, he repeats set of six. I think he got it three times this year. He's got a good long kicking game with a high ball, but a short kicking game, he hasn't but got it. And Matt Moylan, Matt Moylan was the one that was doing all that. Not just that, I find He's also, too big. against
2: the the top the top sides in the comp who get up on him in in defence quicker, I find his service when he gets the ball he very, just throws it very slow motion like he doesn't he doesn't run deep into the line, so he gets the ball and he pretty much meanders across field and picks up a runner. Where you look at the the really strong half and five eights, they actually run deep into the line. To commit defenders... and hit like, And then they hit the... Play, they hit so the they are the
1: ones that create the gap. Yeah, and he goes looking for it. He goes looking for it a gap. D- and mate, in the modern game,
3: it's not just always there. But right. just the way Cody stepped off his left to, to score that try there, like, <laughs> you know, the way he was defending. But Nico's that sort of type of player where he needs time and space. And when he's got time and space, it he looks, he looks good. Yeah, but don't we all, Chris? Having 30-something
2: scored in against you in the first game in the semis, and then having 38 points scored off you in the second... Goes to show that maybe you were a side that should have been six, seven, or eight as opposed to second.
1: Boys, well, so I went out um, to the game at our new home ground on uh, the weekend. And I Where's start. your new
2: home ground? Homebush. Uh, Allianz. Well, you just extended your contract at Homebush. You just announced it on your yeah, fucking congratulations. congratulations. You've just announced it on your website Thank that you. your home ground for next... You want to nothing to see here. Do you want
3: to sell your There's house? There's a
2: big sign at the S- at the SFS that says Home of the
3: Roosters. Does it say Home of the Rabbits? And Waratahs. Now, now, move on. That's in the FC.
2: <laughs> so, talk about your club, but don't say hey, But our you, home Why are you worried
3: anyway? You're playing, you're playing at your home game. You're playing at your home ground this week. You shouldn't what, be worried. I, what I was trying to do Isn't before that you guys got
1: so aggressive and pounced on me... I was just going to talk about how magnificent that ground yeah, is.
3: Yeah, but don't say that
2: it's your
1: home ground. Talk about how magnificent the ground is. Just, just say the, the, the SFS...
2: Or I was or lucky enough to Sydney go out to the Rooster's S- home ground. I'm not even saying to you, say that the Roosters' home ground. Just say you were lucky enough to go out to the SFS. Enough said. Yeah. Move on. Alley, okay. Everyone's called.
1: sense of humour has been left at the door today. No. Is that what's happened? No sense of humour oh required Oh my God. You've played there for three...
3: You played there for three weeks straight and you're claiming it as your home game. I know, you seem to be playing very well there.
1: We're getting really good crowds there. I think it really shows that we do need to have a space in this
3: area. Yeah, yeah. Alliance. Anyway, well, Is I'm not going to talk so about how good So why didn't Russell Crowe Crow build, build you a go stadium and get somewhere? Park. Keep your home ground. Jesus Why didn't Russell Crowe build you a stadium in Maroubra or something?
2: Yeah, down near South Juniors. Yeah, we should do that. That's your I'd area, like, that isn't it? South heartbeat. Juniors? You, you sure phew. you don't want to talk about the ground anymore?
1: I don't want to talk about the ground anymore. You guys just tore the fun out of that. Uh. How Um, good was the atmosphere? I don't want to talk about that ground anymore. It's not my home ground. It's not about that ground. It's the atmosphere, I said. How was the atmosphere? Oh, my God. You still want to talk about it after you told me to move on. It is absolutely amazing. Tell us about what kind of chair you sit in. We were up in the bleachers. We were up in the bleachers. Have a cushion? And I, I watched the entire game by looking at the game, not on the video. The only time I looked at the screen, was when we did want to have a look and see if there was a knock-on and they were doing a replay and there was a challenge. Apart from that, we didn't need to look at the screen. Are all the seats padded? No, no, no. Is there cup holders? They're not heated
3: either. Is there cup holders? No. Don't, you have Tell to your brother Rodney, where the fuck did he get his he information probably, from? He probably, Rodney's probably looking at the executive add. He's looking at a different He's area. He's probably look at an executive <laughs> He likes <laughs> to <laughs> add a bit of salt and <laughs> pepper, <Rodney>. It, it <laughs> could even be the members. All the members.
1: The members. No, it could be. Um, but absolutely amazing. And uh, the food there was brilliant. I just love the place. Easy to get, so get in disappointed. and out? So Sorry? Easy to get in and out? Yeah, everything about it was brilliant. I went for a walk. I got there early. I walked around the outside perimeter for a bit. It's amazing. The complex is superb. So we'll and, le- and, and, and when I went to um, Suncorp, it's what I, th- I looked about in Suncorp when I watched uh, State of Origin there a few years ago. It was just, I looked at it and I just thought, why don't we have one of these? It's just a bit of modern I've design. I've got one
2: complaint about the ground. I haven't been yet, but I've got one complaint. Why would they have not, after spending all that money, put a fucking roof over it? Why? But all the seats would, are covered. Doesn't, well, if there's a fucking concert, it's not covered, is it? Yeah.
3: I don't, I don't know why.
2: Why? They've gone to that expense. Why not put a retractable roof over the fucker? But that that would make it. it a world-class stadium.
1: If you've got a concert and the weather's fucked, close the roof. I tell you what, though, I would much rather, um, and I know financially you can't do it, but I would much rather that the um, the major games like the State of Origin and the Grand Final be held there just because for the fans who are going to pay their good hard-earned money to go and watch a game like that, they need to be able to enjoy well, it. Well, my suggestion... I'm sorry, I've never, <coughs> ever enjoyed watching a game in Homebush, ever.
2: Well, my suggestion would be, going forward, the NRL should really contemplate All the Sydney Finals games should be played at Allianz and the Grand Final at Homebush. Because obviously for the Grand Final, you want to pack it out 80,000, 90,000.
1: Yeah, you'll you'll knock it out of the park. How many many does it hold? Uh, I'm assuming 40,000-ish. 45? Maybe. That's plenty for a semi-final. That's what I would have thought. And as you said, play the Grand Final at Homebush. And one last thing before we go on. This is a bee in my bonnet. And it is rugby league related because it's Paul Gallen. Can this please be the end of Train Smash Jumping the Shark Poor Quality Boxing? Because it is promoted ad nauseum on all the Did stations. Did anyone see that the fight? Watched. I didn't see it. It's over promoted like the good old style rock and roll wrestling. I'm coming for you. When you get in the ring, you're going to wish your mama was driving you to school. I'm over it. Two fights in the one night. Every, this footballer, every footballer just wants to have a piece of him now. I don't understand. This is the best example of the phrase jumping the shark. In a previous fight, some guy that was fighting Gallen went to the game that Gallen was like a sideline presenter and he sat behind him and he was taunting him while poor Gallen pretended to ignore him and just shook his head. And I'm just thinking, come on, we're not morons. How did he get there, Bass? How did he manage to sit right behind Paul Gallen?
2: He bought a ticket.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) We're not children. And fuck, can we please... Like the Big Brother thing. Stop watching it. Stop buying pay per view Make it go away. I don't blame them.
2: them. At the end of the day, whatever boxing commission or council is involved in this here in Australia that allows this rubbish to happen.
1: It's just a money grab. And they're allowing the money grab to happen. It's actually
2: actually devaluing the sport of boxing. It's just embarrassing. It is embarrassing. I'm really over it. Well, Matt Lodge has called Gallon out now.
1: Now, that I would want to see because I think Matt Lodge would kill him. And Matt Lodge said, <laughs> Matt Lodge said,
2: Well, this is the opportunity for everybody that thinks I need a bashing to cop on. He goes, I do not want a penny out of this fight. Any money that I will make out of this fight, I'm happy to distribute to kids' charities to try and help them not make the same mistakes in life that I did. That's
1: what he said. All right. Are we liking Are we liking him now? I'm not going to say that. I'm just repeating. His no, but are we? I, I, you know, I, I like to give people a second chance. Well, he's asked. He's for trying pe- to turn over. He's asked life. for
2: forgiveness. He goes, I know I've stuffed up and I deserve a second chance like everybody else. Well, let's see if he keeps his nose clean. You know, at the end of the day, I'm not going to give you a second chance because you said you want one.
1: Go out and prove it. All right. The Eels destroyed the Raiders, 40 points to four at Parramatta. 22 to four at half time, and a whopping seven tries to one, 80 nil in the second half. The Eels starved the Raiders of the ball, 59 percent. They completed at 77 percent versus 69 to the Raiders. The Raiders made 13 errors to 10. The penalty count Raiders conceded six to three. I'm convinced that either Ricky Stewart's a fucking moron. Or
2: Fogarty and Jack White are absolute dumb fucks. <laughs> I would...
1: Can ask we, can, me why. Can we ask... Just let me respond. Maybe a little from column A, a little from column B, but why do you say that? The week before, Wanga Blake couldn't catch a bus. Couldn't catch
2: a bus. Not one kick was directed to Wanga Blake. Not one? They or didn't to test him at all. Not it one! It went to C-V. Not one! I mean, at the end of the day... The game plan was drawn up for you the week before. All you had to do was execute the same. I would have rained hellfire on Wanga
3: Blake. Pass. Not one. You upset said Sniffer. Imagine, imagine the first kick of the game from Canberra comes out to Wanga Blake. Thinking, I would have sent that as high the, as I could. He's thinking in the first thirty seconds. he oh, have, this is not going to happen all night, is it? Oh, you I, know, like get him, get him,
1: get his mind thinking. And it, and it does. The previous week writes the game plan. It has to. And that's
2: why I've said to you, I'm convinced Ricky Stewart's stupid because. He went the other way. You didn't have to do any homework, Ricky. It was done and, for you. And that's he, why he went the I other think way. it's
1: a little from column A, a little from column B. Surely Ricky Stewart had many opportunities to send the train around and say, rain hellfire on Walker Blake. Mate, didn't he, happen. Mate, the first kick that went his way, he would have
2: shat himself considering what happened last week. Would have absolutely shat himself. On. Not one
3: kick. Not and I'm sitting kick.
2: there, I'm going to Chris, are they going to kick it to him? What the f? Are they going to kick it to yeah, him?
3: Not it to one. Hall Not game. one. Unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway, um, Mitchell Moses tore uh, Canberra a new one on uh, uh, that night. Uh, Did he? Yeah. He had a big game. Did he? Come, on, buddy. Look, we, I'm convinced, I think without Mitchell, Parra can't win anything or do anything. I, I'm convinced even with Mitchell, they can't win anything. Yeah, I, I do too, but because I think Dylan Brown just. We had this argument before. Like, is, are they better without. Mitchell, or are they better with Dylan but this is I this, don't know.
1: This is why I don't think that they're a premiership-winning team. The reason why we all think that Penrith are the benchmark is because every single one of those players will go out and they will play for 80 minutes. And uh, if they're losing, they're not going to come off that field able to walk. They're going to give everything they've got. Yeah. The Eels, they go out, they have great games. Everyone thinks they're amazing. And then they go out and get beaten by the
2: Tigers.
3: No, well, they got a dismal record this week going into this week's game. Well, my question to you
2: both is... Like, you turn around and you say, fuck Cleary and Lua had a top game. Or fuck, you know, uh, Sam Walker and uh, Luke Curie controlled. You know, Ilias and Cody Walker had a great... How often do you say both Dylan Brown and uh, Mitchell Moses both had blinders at the same time? It's either one or
3: the other. Yeah, one or the other. They never both have blinders. They don't complement each other's game. I think when Mitchell's out, (laughs) when Mitchell's out, Dylan, Dylan has a blinder. And then when Mitchell comes back... Dylan Brown just goes missing. Their games are, are hit and miss. Individually, their games are hit
1: and miss. You want someone to come out week in, week out, and just know that you can trust them, and you can't. Well,
2: they've got a bit of a, an injury dilemma this week. Opacek has got a, a hamstring problem.
1: He's named, but, you know, no. they're obviously going to have to watch him.
2: They're, they're tossing up whether they go Nia Kauri in the centres, which he's played there before, he's a big body, and Livwonga Blake out on the wing. Or Cartwright. Or... Move Wonga Blake into the centres and bring Bailey Simonson onto the wing. Irrespective, I think Deon and Chad Townsend are going to do what Canberra did to Wonga Blake this oh, week. Oh
3: yeah, and Chad Townsend's got a great kicking game too. It does they won't miss. They they know ah. what to do. Parramatta
2: are going up there to play in fucking ninety-five percent humidity and thirty degrees. They heat. check
1: that. I check the weather. It's going to be a thirty-degree degree day. F- and by the time it hits 8pm, it's going to be 25 degrees, and we know what 25 degrees at feels like at nighttime. And
3: the and the humidity is past
1: 60 percent. Yeah, and remember the last time they went to Darwin in those hot conditions, the Cowboys handed it to them.
3: Well, they they're they're two for 14. It gets it gets Cowboys. Parramatta, that's a record. So and that's a that's a big whoo. And who's ref- <laughs> who's refereeing the game? Uh, I don't
2: know. I'm surprised Jared Sutton didn't get a gig this well, weekend.
3: It, it, it,
2: it might be him. Well, Jared Sutton didn't get a gig that week. The well, weekend, he, the I was too
3: too busy researching Ashley. See where he was going.
2: Well, Ashley's mm. doing Penrith. He got and prime South. time. He got prime time. He got
3: he got rewarded again. Ah, oh, how good's that? Seeing Ashley f- ref South and Penrith. Do you think Peter
2: Valendez <laughs> has given Ashley Klein his orders? Yes, well, I think so. West make, is, sure West is make sure he gives sure a West is best.
3: South have had their run. Make sure you give Penrith a West leg up. West is best. We
2: gave South a premiership with the four Burgess brothers a couple of years
1: ago. That'll, Grant that'll Atkins, by the way, um, is going to be officiating So the, Jared
3: uh, Sutton misses out again. Wow. No, I is think G- Jared Sutton might get the grand final. Is
1: Gerard out of favour?
2: They're actually, saving him for the
3: grand final. Ashley Klein's doing the grand final. I that, that the
1: Eels used 10 interchanges on the weekend and ten. they only had two HIAs. I want to know how they ma- magic that up. Ten? Are you allowed? It's got ten interchanges here. How many interchanges are you allowed? Eight? That's what I thought. But I think it's got something to do with, obviously, HIAs. Oh Yeah, it does. Mitchell Moses came a, off a
2: couple of times for Yeah, HIAs. it's
3: got to yeah. be. Now. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd love to see South one, the ones where they milk it. See p- You've probably got 12. 13, 14. <laughs> Brad Arthur,
2: again, effectively <laughs> picks uh, Makatoa and his son on the bench. And his son only comes on like Mitchell Moses had the uh, HIA, he came on for him. And Makatoa comes on with five or six minutes to go. So Brad Arthur is effectively asking 15 men to beat 17 men. He does it week in, week out. At what point is somebody going to say that's bad you're not, you're management? You're not the super coach you think you Well, are. it's not that, it's he's putting extra extra fatigue on his players. No, correct. And, that's and you're going th- up
1: there to play in 30 degree heat? But, you know, you would think that other coaches will factor that in. Absolutely. If Brad l-
2: Arthur loses <laughs> this week, is he gone or does he survive? No, they're going to say, who did I hear turn around and say that, uh, you know, the fact that he got him to a preliminary grand final is But a who do they pass, get? Who like? do they
3: get?
1: Like, if they're not satisfied with him, who do they get? Why don't we leave that discussion for another time? Chris, we are already really over time. On, is there anything in that game that we need to discuss? Because I think you hit the finer point, Bass, that they just didn't go out there and they didn't have the right game plan. They had the, ga- the game plan was awful. Jack Wyden, great player the week before, was nowhere to be sighted
2: this he was, week. I oh know. And you know, they turned around and said, oh, foggity, 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 nowhere to be sighted. It's like they, again, they played their grand final the week before against yeah.
3: Melbourne and that was it. And you know, they got a couple of head knocks too. They lost Harry and Naira in that early, so things just went bad early for them. Couldn't have happened to an nicer coach. No. Nah. You know how Ricky
2: said, oh, you know, I'm very proud of the boys and if we didn't have injury. Maybe if you shut your mouth to Ricky, and didn't get suspended during the year and cause <laughs> unnecessary pressure on the club and your players, maybe you could have finished higher as well. In Ricky Stewart's style, he passes the buck as quick as he can.
1: I know, he might not want to admit it, but I'm going to say it. It's an embarrassing way to exit. And I'm sure his fans didn't agree with him when they oh, said, Oh, definitely. That's not us. South beat the Sharks 38 points to 12, 80 0 at halftime, and in the end, six tries to two. South at 53% possession, 68% uh, completion rate versus the Sharks, 62. I think it was the other way around at halftime, though. We have got to do something it's about our poor. error rate. It is pathetic, and we cannot beat the Panthers if that's going to be our completion we rate. You had, had 15 errors. 15 areas and, and, errors, and, and, and uh, no with the Sharks
3: had 15 we had 14 yeah. nothing and com- to be proud of and completion what 68 and 62 that's that's not good but look Cronulla were never in that game
2: yeah no I said to Chris 10 minutes in Cronulla are not going to win they were never game. in that game Cronulla had 25 tackles in South's red zone and it didn't even look like they were going to mount a decent attack in the whole time
3: Ma- Mark, Mark Nichols scored the first try and that was it yeah
1: I mean, no, look, straight, I, straight up the middle. I, I think that was the game plan. I think it's the same game plan that we had against the Roosters was to go out there and intensity, which is something we're not seeing a hell of a lot of those guys during the week, and I only hope they can pull it out of our hat again this weekend. But the game was won early on, and the Sharks, in their desperation to try and play catch-up footy, was just not on. Oh, and they it was, it was they were gassed
2: from the week before. They were absolutely gassed well, oh, and demoralised too, because that they, they they lost the unlosable the week before.
1: At home, I think that was certainly the case. But don't forget, we had a big game as well. But early on in the piece, and I, it must have been like fifteen minutes into the game, uh, and I watched the game with Lori Romanos. He just he grabbed me by the shoulder and he's pointed at them and he said, "Look, Johnny, Sharks just got the ball from a downtown kick. Half of them had their hands on their hips. They were just slow to get back on side. Yep. They were gassed." And I, I think from an early stage. If that's how you're you, you're responding to an important game, they were gone. south have got
2: a few dilemmas for this week.
1: Yeah, we certainly do. Jai Arrow, um, he's playing. Yeah, I know, but
2: you know what? Uh, groins are a funny thing. Ask Daniel tupo he'll tell
1: you. I'm concerned about both um, Jai Arrow and Alex Johnson. I would be concerned about, out. Alex Havili's Johnson? Havili's out.
2: Why are you concerned about Alex Johnson? Oh, I think he's you could put Mark Nichols out on the wing, and he could do his job. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah,
3: that's true. All this is fall over. Well, all going to do is fall over the line. <laughs> yeah, and you
2: probably get more running meetings out of uh, Mark Nichols out on the wing than you would Alex Johnson.
1: Bring <laughs> okay. <Fry> it up, <laughs> Shark Horror, six tries, and uh, Alex Johnson wasn't one of them.
3: And you won by how much? Because he can't score, Johnny, without getting the ball in open space. You can't no, score he... from a barge over, Please, bro. The guy he was, can't score the jumping up over another in, winger in injured. the midair and grabbing the ball. He ah. can't do Mate, that.
2: our guest last week, Karaz, told you he even makes fun of himself on TikTok because he knows. He owes all his tries. You know how in basketball... Adam Reynolds, half of them. You know how in basketball they give you the stat assists? Every one of his tries comes via a major assist. Please. At the end of the day, you're playing Penrith. They're back five... Now, again, this comes down to Latrell as well. Even though you guys won,
1: Latrell didn't crack the 100 metres running. Yeah, but Bass, that's not who he is. He ran nine times for only 66 metres. 16 metres were post-contact metres. He made a line break, three tackle breaks. He put someone through a hole. He made only two tackles in the whole game, but they were both try savers. He's not a teddy. He's not a Pappenhausen. but we know that. Yeah, but unfortunately. And the then op- he kicks 100% by conversion rate. Yeah, unfortunately, you're playing Penrith From this From the sideline. You're playing Penrith this week. I way. understand okay. that.
2: Okay, their fullback runs for 200 metres on average. Yeah. Right? Their back two wingers run for 150 plus on average. Yeah. Their centres run for 100 plus on average. Their back five are going to absolutely fucking destroy this whole 500 back five. metres there. They're, they're going dis- to
1: This is where you lost the grand final last year. The back five of theirs compared to the back five of yours. No, we lost the grand final. We didn't have Latrell Mitchell. We had Latrell Mitchell last year. We would have won that. Are you going to tell me that we lose by only two points in the grand final with Latrell Mitchell suspended? Blake Taft at fullback, who hasn't been able to make this team all year. Where is that That was our fullback. He's in the New South Wales Cup. Doing what? Playing football. What do you mean doing what? He was your
3: next best thing and he can't make the team now. He can't
1: make the team, yet he was our fullback in the grand final against the And you were singing
3: his praises. I was I had to no no you didn't have to yeah, did You loved no. him
2: see you, this goes to prove that you're a one-eyed cocksucker <laughs> this is what this goes to prove <laughs> Mike why, why were you in his it? phrases give us one Give us why one. We, if he's if he's rubbish and he's not up to
1: it why wouldn't you say that
2: yeah, I, he wasn't you owe it to everybody that listens to this podcast to be fucking honest so not he's one like a, he's like oh a Ty- my
1: god he's like a Tyrell Sloan he uh, was, uh, 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 what? He pulled his weight last year. He uh, did his job. Okay, but now he's rubbish yourself. No, he did it. I'm saying he's model. not making this current side. Did What's wrong with that statement? How does,
2: no. how does, you are actually singing his praises going the way he brings that ball back, he brings it back like it's his last run and and he's safe <laughs> under the high ball and <laughs> he
1: okay. does that best. but, but how, Is he a Latron Mitchell? Is he a first-class fullback? No, yeah, but, he's not. Yeah, but, how,
3: but he did some good stuff. Could I ask for you a question? How's Nick Nickarima better than him? How's Nick Arima better than him? Perfect question. Good. I was getting at that. How how how, how is that has I, been? Bi- how, do you better you than how do you lose?
2: How do you lose? If you have Blake Taff at fullback and Latrell Mitchell on one center and um, Campbell Graham, Campbell Graham in the other center. Where the fuck do you lose? I think you're stronger that way. I think you're actually stronger yeah, but, that way because then Blake Taff comes in the team. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Latrell plays like a center now. Anyway, I'll run when I'm fucking ready.
3: So, give so, me the ball for so that last so pass. You? You're actually weak in the centres now because of that. Oh, my of God. What, of what he's saying. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. You just can't
1: wait to come here and trash talk. No no no, 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 no. We're just trying to say... If you guys talk about this to, in the car while you're conning? Kind of we running, are trying to give you, you your best we 17. Say? We're trying to give you your best <laughs> oh, 17. Oh, please, Chris. Please, you're trying to give me the best 17. No, you guys want to see us fall flat on our face next well,
2: week. Well, that's what's
3: going to happen. Which is that highly is, likely to happen. It is going to happen. No, hang on,
2: hang on. Hang on. You were convinced last year, if Latrell was there, you'd win the grand final. Now you're going to fall over this week. No, I'm just saying you're fucking confused. Bass, Adam Reynolds,
3: Bass, Bass, Bass. Adam Reynolds was missing this week. He's injured. Is Adam Reynolds injured this week? Sorry.
1: I'm saying in last year's grand final, we lost by two points, two tries apiece. One of the Panthers' tries was an intercept runaway try. You put Latrell Mitchell in that game, we win. You can't say that. You cannot say that because Latrell could have been fucking easily made a mistake, or dropped a ball,
2: or even been sinned with his stupidity. Oh, of course, all well, that there could you have happened. Past. So you can't what say. So can you're you
1: convinced you would have won the grand final if Latrell oh was there. Oh my god, it's impossible. You to, talk dog, to you guys so. I don't right, know what's going a on. Fuck! I don't know if I want to talk about anything else here.
2: Let's your dog Your dog's Let's trying move to stiff on. me.
3: Why is, Stiffer, it, why
2: is it that when anybody points anything out against South, you get on the defensive?
1: <laughs> no, you guys going up. I'm just oh, I'm pointing out, up. You if gang you up take me. the game at face value you of what it was last year, I think a difference of having a Latrell Mitchell in that side will shift probably, the balance our way. Probably, but we're never going to know but that, But you guys want to argue it and say, how could you say that? No. I'm going to meet you halfway.
2: You would have lost but only one point if Latrell was there, not by seven.
1: Is that better for you? Much better. (laughs) Okay. Oh, I'm glad we're on the same page. (laughs) Fuck. The North Queensland Cowboys play host to the Parramatta Eels in Twansville. Have we moved on from that game already? I don't want to talk about that game anymore. We're going to talk where it's going to be won and lost. That's that's when we talk about this game coming up. Are we going to talk about, have we spoken about South Penrith? No, we're talking about Cowboys-Eels first, then we talk South Penrith. Oh, okay, I thought we You guys couldn't wait to There's talk about we're coming lose. back, we're coming There's back. back. Still sports. We're still coming back. We're coming back. Okay, All right, so you guys <laughs> can have your say then. Lord, dis- Gang I'll work up out, on you. I'll work out what it is you guys discussed in the car on the way over. How are we going to put it into Johnny? Okay, <laughs> oh, the North Queensland Cowboys. you really want to know? Playing the Parramatta Eels in Twansville. The teams are in. Cowboys $1.71 and the Eels are $2.15, thanks to our betting partners, Risky Bet. Uh, The Eels go into this prelim with a 36-year premiership. Drought dangling over their heads. The Cowboys have named the same side that beat the Sharks in week one of the finals. But that seems like so long ago, doesn't it? The team for the Cowboys, fullback Scott Drinkwater, wingers are Kyle Felt and Murray Toalagi. In the centres, Valentine Holmes and Peter Hicku. 5'8, Tom Dearden. Halfback, Chad Townsend. In the forwards and in the front row, Jordan McLean and Ruben Cotter. Hooker is Reese Robson. The second row, Tom Gilbert, Jeremiah Nani, And number eight is Jason Tamalolo. On the bench, Hamaso, Taboy, Fiddo, Luciano Leilua, Cohen Hess, and Griffin Neem. The Eels, fullback, Clint Gutherson. Uh, one to six, one to seven is actually the same. The wingers are Mike Sevo and Walker Blake. Centers Will Pinacini and Tom Opachek for now. Bit of a question mark on that guy. 5'8, Dylan Brown, halfback, Mitchell Moses. The front row, Regan Campbell, Gillard and Junior Paulo. Hookout Reed Marnie. Second row, Sean Lane, Isaiah Papa Lilly, Papa Illy, and the lock forward is Ryan Madison. And on the bench. In comes Bryce Cartwright. Jake Arthur is still there. Oregon Kafusi and Murado Nakore. Okay,
3: Cowboys' 18th man is Jamin Tenua-Brown. They're going to start hard and they're going to start fast, the Cowboys, this week. Can they start hard and fast? Yeah. If Parramatta don't start that way,
2: I think the uh, they're,
3: they're going to come out.
2: I think, uh, what's it called? The Cowboys' back five are far superior to... Parameters back
3: five. Yeah, the the back five is real Way absolutely. They're like, dynamic. Like I Scott, think, uh drinkwater is better than Clint Gutherson. Oh
2: no, don't say that. I what? know you. I
3: know you don't like Clint. I know that you don't. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? He's got. He, he hasn't got more impact and he's not a better ball player and everything than and re, and returning the ball back. He's not better. No. I I think, I think I he's just been, think Clint's a talk bit about slow sometimes. Star like.
1: value. Kyle felt he's he's a known try scoring machine. Uh, Peter Hiku he's a guy with some history. Valentine Holmes, no think, one's going to argue I that I think you're gonna,
2: he's going to be the guy to watch. I really
3: think he's going to play out of... Who's is that, in, Val Holmes? Val yeah, Holmes. he's going to have a big game. He is. And but their bench, their bench is where it wins the front. I actually like the fact they've moved Ruben Carter to the front
2: row. He's a nugget. He's in the same mould for me as Carl Webb. He's like a little nugget. And, you know, you don't look at him as a front rower, but... He's not going to shirk his responsibility, and it allows Tamboola to move to lock. I think the pack's stronger that way. Yeah, I
3: think their pack's better too. <coughs> but pack's stronger. If they bash Parramatta's pack, it'll be uh, it's over.
2: I don't think they have to bash Parramatta's pack. If just limit, if, just limit their time. No, not even that. I reckon they should be running their pack. Or see, they're playing up there in the heat. The one thing that's going to work against Parramatta, yeah, uh, make them work around, make them run around from side to side, and just th- and just
1: gas their forwards. Do you think they have got a better pack, like? I think the pack kind of cancels each other out. Jordan how did, McLean. How Regan do you say Campbell, that? Giddard, With Reuben Cotter, Junior Paulo, Gilbert, Sean Lane, Nanai, Papa Ely. I mean, I'd say Papa Ely there, but Tal Malolo, Ryan Madison. They're similar. Ryan they're Madison. similar. What about the bench? What about
2: the bench? <laughs> Ryan Madison's been coming off the bench for the last 10 weeks. He's starting this week.
1: Fair enough. Well, maybe not Ryan Madison. You're saying that uh, I you the you Cowboys, are, the Cowboys
3: much better? I think so. Look, they're going to be hard to beat at home. Like, you're at home. You're at home trying to get into a grand final like it doesn't get any, it doesn't get any better than that It's not that's already an advantage you know what I mean you're, you're, play, I, you're I know, playing at
2: home with weather conditions that you've trained under all year as well <laughs> so pretty much it's like everybody's put everything in your favour it's all working in your favour it's honestly it's the Cowboys to lose it is it's theirs to lose
1: it's a real test for them though because we always said that they overachieved this year they had an easier run you know they made it into the top four but we need to see that in these critical games against teams like um, the Eels, that you've got to show that they, they deserve to be in that top four. Now, the Sharks showed that they didn't deserve to be in the top four. We had a big question mark on whether the Cowboys had an easy run and it's a false economy. We need to see that they can actually take it to them. But at the end of the day, out of these two teams, if one of them goes through the grand final and we all believe that they're going to be, end up playing the Panthers, who's the one that's going to give them a harder run?
3: Well, there's been
2: been talk during the the, the week that the only side that can challenge Penrith for the Premiership is Parramatta. So, again, the only problem I see here is whoever wins this game out of Parramatta and the Cowboys, is this their grand final? Are they going to exhaust all their avenues to get into the grand final and that's it?
1: let's not forget that the sharks put over 30 points on the the cowboys in in week 1 of the finals.
2: Yeah, they were playing at Shark Park in front of all sharks fans in front of they had every call go their way. The sharks had every call go their way.
1: Yeah. So Fair enough, but I still I think it's a bad look in the finals to concede 30 points. They both really wanted that week off. I think the week off also makes a massive difference here. We haven't talked about that factor. These guys are going to be nice and rested. It wasn't a hard game they played against the Sharks in week one as well. They just seemed to be touch football. Yeah, you know, they were running no through. Defense. There was no defence. It wasn't argy-bargy and it wasn't bashing up football. You guys picking Cowboys?
2: I'm picking the Cowboys.
1: I'm, I'm leaning towards the Cowboys, but I think it's going to be a tough game. I really, I just don't think this is going to be an easy game and it could easily go either way. But the, the thing that the Cowboys have got going in their favour is they're rested. It is at home and it's going to be hot. Here's um, the game
2: plan: Cowboys will kick early. They will kick on early tackles and just keep turning the parameter forwards. Yeah, keep forwards turning around. Keep turning They'll just around. keep turning the parameter forward. Kick it around. early because then they got to turn. They got to rush back and Correct. take a hit up. And the, the key here is you're going to kick early you need a great chase and you need to lock Gutherson down there and you need to the markers need to work and make sure that the first winger taking the hit up from Gutherson is also locked up early which forces the forwards to have to run back yes. this is what we talk but about it's very simple. this is what we talk about the back three getting up the field quick enough so the forwards don't have to get back yeah for Penrith that should be the game plan for the Cowboys Early kick, good chase, forced the Parramatta forwards to run back in that heat.
1: And high ball to Walker Blake. And ho- a lot of high
2: balls to yeah. Walker Blake.
1: And I think, Chris, you alluded to this uh, earlier on, but thanks to Romanus Manis as a stat. He sent me during the week, the Cowboys and the Eels have met 14 times in Twansville, and the Cowboys have won 12 of those games. They only met once in round eight this year, where the Cowboys destroyed them in Darwin, mm. which we all know was a massive mistake. 35 points to four. But again, conditions. the conditions. We've got, to, we've got to think that the conditions are going yeah, to be similar. It's a Parramatta
2: home game and they decided to take it there. They've only got themselves to blame. Sure
1: thing. And last year, the Eels beat the Cowboys in the Gold Coast. Uh, 32 points to 16. But let's not forget that the Cowboys came second last, last, last year. Last year, that's
3: right. The last time the Cowboys beat Parramatta in a the prelim,
1: they went on to
2: win
3: the grand final. No. Didn't they? No. <laughs> they, it was 2005. Tigers beat it, uh mate, won, won that year, but they, they beat him 29 0. The Dragons and uh, Para finish first and second. That well,
1: year. yes, nice mention of the
3: Dragons there, Chris.
1: Well, this is the fact
2: that all Parramatta fans are hinging their whole premiership on. The last time Parramatta won a premiership was 1986. Six. The number one movie in 1986 <laughs> was Top Gun. Top Gun. 2022. Oh, God. The number one movie is... Top Gun again. Parramatta fans got their fingers crossed
1: thinking, can Maverick take them across the line again? I they're going to need more than that. I tell you what, if if that's what they're holding their hopes (laughs) on, Oh, (laughs) you're joking. Who came up with that?
3: Don't worry, it's there for you, bro. I do my homework. I'm you cowboys. They deserve it. Cowboys? Yeah, they're... they're, And and, and you know what? You've got to be be injury-free. You've got to have your full squad, you know? Look, I'd like to see... They've got a few new angry, uh, niggle I'd like to see the, Nep- the
2: nepotistic club be held to account. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon uh, the
1: rumblings and the rumour mill and everything could actually play into their heads this week. Um, and we all said that the boys had an easier draw this year. They played 12 home games. Well, half their games are at home. And they've won nine from those 12 which is a huge thing. It's 75% win rate at home. And some of the wins included the Raiders, the Storm, the Panthers, the Broncos. And we know that I think the Panthers was, was around... Yeah, but they didn't State just play origin. nine
2: games. They played more than... Well, effectively, they played 12 home games because home and away. And the West Tigers. Right? <laughs> and the Dragons. But they also... Parramatta took their game to Darwin, which is effectively a home game for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Bulldogs took their game up to a Queensland uh, little town, which is effectively oh,
1: I get, I get all that as well. I just Magic
2: Round was at Sun it was somebody else's home game. Yeah, they only have to travel. A so bit. effectively, they played sixteen games at home during the year.
1: Okay, so the win is you're you're saying that the forwards are going to outmatch them, and you think that their backline is oh, is I think super superstars. I their backline is so, far superior. I think they deserve
3: a grand final berth. I think that I really think they do. Look top for players, the for the Cowboys for, the
2: Cowboys for the Cowboys. I think this will be good to shake off the ghosts of Jonathan Thurston. See what par- what happened at Parramatta I think done I was that a long time ago. Oh, well, no, she?
1: they haven't. I'm, I'm, I'm talking. Is, this is the first good year they've had in ages. Yeah, years. but I'm
3: talking about if like they don't have to get to the grand final to shake that. But I think they've they've got a good nucleus. Parramatta have not recovered from the, the ghosts of Peter Sterling past. Yeah.
2: That's, that's not going to 36 enough. years, the ghost of Peter Sterling. Parramatta players. have the and more it's, pressure. It's always been in the halves, Okay, it? It's okay. the
3: halves that have been... I'll ask you a question. Who's got more pressure on them this week then? Parramatta. Parramatta yeah, does. There you go. Absolutely. Well, so you, the
1: pressure's on them. You go from second last to second on the premiership yeah. table. You make
3: the prelim. Mate, that's that's a successful yeah. year as far as I'm so, concerned. So, so imagine all the Parramatta players, as if they don't know the back of their mind, they're going to a prelim and like... We lose. What, what's going to happen? All well, the media going to kill us. There's also there's you know the, like it plays in your head. There's also the background
2: stuff with um, apparently Melbourne are going to make a play at Dylan Brown. If uh, well, obviously Munster, and so you know a lot of players don't know if they're going to be there. You got Isaiah Papali thinking, "Fuck, I'm trying to get out and go to the Tigers." People's minds are elsewhere.
1: Be, I know, and this is something we'll discuss in another podcast, but it's good to see what that team looks like for next year. And then you've got to ask, is their premiership window closing? Who, Parramatta's? Yeah. This is their premiership this window their this is their premiership they window. Decide. Absolutely. Josh Hodson for next year.
2: He won't finish round three. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, the Bunnies are hosting the Panthers in the second prelim, although the Panthers have the honours. The teams are in. The panthers are at a dollar thirty-five, and the bunnies are at a whopping three dollars twenty-five. Thank you, and get fucked. Risky bet. Yeah, that's, um, big that's ridiculous. This is South's three bucks. That's ridiculous in a two-horse race. It is crazy, isn't it? This is South's fifth prelim in a row. Um, How many grand finals you made out of those? Doesn't sport matter. One?
3: They're oh, having. Okay, sorry. So you can't say,
2: can't say anything against South. Are in are you the cannot say
3: a fucking word. Are you word? slowly adopting the chokers tag? Or? Oh. <laughs> What's going on here? It's
0: never oh, ends. Do we need?
3: Twice. Do we need another three Soon more seasons? Let, so oh, Chris, you wish your team was
1: in a position to be Jokers. Let, so team list. Can't make a fucking comment. Full, it's no, you can make a comment, but it's ad nauseum. Your comments. It's predictable. You brought up That's, five in
2: a row. Yes, you said it. I asked the question: How many grand finals you make out of that five? So hang
1: on. <laughs> you shut the fuck up. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. You say what you want. Johnny. Off you go, South. Go. It's a floor mine. Yeah, Amazing. The... Okay, uh, fullback, Dylan Edwards. In the wings, we've got Charlie Staines and Brian Dotto. Centres, Isaac Targo and Stephen Crichton. 5'8", Jerome Luai, halfback Nathan Cleary. In the front row, we've got Moses Leoto and James Fisher-Harris. The hooker is Apsai Coruscant. The back row is Villiame Kickow and Liam Martin. And the lock forward is Isaiah O. Their bench, Mitch Kenny, Scott Sorensen, Spencer Linu, and Jamin Salmon. The bunnies, fullback, Latrell Mitchell. In the wings, we've got Alex Johnson, maybe, and Tane Milne. In the centers, we've got Isaac Isaiah Tass, Campbell Graham. eight Cody Walker, halfback, Lachlan Ilias. Front row, Tevita Totola, and Mark Nichols. The hooker, Damian Cook. Back row, Keon Colomatungi, and Jai Arrow, maybe. And Cam Murray uh, in the lock position. And the interchange, Cody Nikorima, Harme Saleh, Michael Cheekham and Jed Cartwright comes into the team. Hasn't played all year. It's not, it's not a good look. It's not a good bench for you. Charlie Staines comes in for a suspended tail in May. Clearly, Ivan Cleary has seen what I think we've all noticed is that whenever there's a runaway, we don't have speedsters. South simply do not have speedsters. Once someone makes a break, that break goes all the way to the try line. And the same goes for when we make a break. We always get run down. We never get to the try line. Have you noticed that? I'm not
2: allowed to talk about sales.
1: All right, I'll continue. <laughs> Bass is having a bit of a pout. Panthers are well-rested. Essentially had a week off in round 25. Uh, they played a game and they had another week off. They're a full squad, no injuries, apart from the absence of Taylor and May. Sylvia Havili is out with a calf injury, Jed R- Cartwright comes in to take his place on the bench. Both uh, AJ and Jai Arrow are named despite not finishing last week's game um, with hip flexor and a groin injury accordingly. AJ's even said he's touch and go and it's a 50-50 whether he's going to actually make the field. I hope he plays. Josh Mansor is teetering on the edge. He's in the reserves and he oh might yeah, be coming I in. Hope Alan's
3: who, awesome play. Who's, um, who's injured for you guys? So you're missing Burgess. He's suspended. Haveli. who else? Both Joe Arrow and AJ are more than
1: likely playing injured. Still missing Jacob Ho, still missing Liam Knight. Anyone else?
3: That's it. That's it? Yeah. And the rest are all 50-50.
1: Yeah. Yeah, But no, we we certainly got Just read out the two
3: benches again. There's
1: Mitch Kenny, Scott Sorensen, Spencer Linu and Jamin Salmon, Cody Nicarima, Hame Saleh, (coughs) Michael Cheekham and Jed Cartwright. Michael Cheekham. And that's where you lose the game. Michael Cheekham. (coughs) I don't know.
3: It's a West Tigers
0: reject.
2: <laughs> yeah. <coughs> what? West Tigers reject. 16 clubs. He's He's been to 16 clubs. He's what, played at Canberra. He's played at Melbourne. He's played at... Manly. He's, he's been everywhere. He's been everywhere. Couldn't make first grade anywhere. But the only hope, the only hope Souths have even been close is at how well they can nullify the kicking game of Nathan Cleary. He will dictate the game if he's allowed to kick and
3: kick how he wants.
1: Yeah, we obviously need to be putting pressure we on him.
3: Um I found Penriff, defense holds. I, th- I think I think Penriff are just gonna go in there and just try to your problem, you up
2: the middle. Your problem is when Nichols and Tavita Totola come off, who comes on? That's where your problem is.
3: For them
1: I, I I'm hundred percent with you on that one. For them
3: For them, they get they get Liotta and Fisher harris Fish. and they, and they bring on Spencer new and, and uh Scott Sarrison. Scott Sorrison. And Scott Soros is a very mobile And those two can start on every other club. So that's for me. we got
1: Jed Cartwright. I mean, Hame Selle. Who've you got? Jed Cartwright. Bonanza? <laughs> is Bonanza playing? And I guess Michael Cheekham played only He like plays in the back row, doesn't he? Cheekham. He's only played three games in the NRL this year. Hame Selle's a good impact player off the bench. But Jed Cartwright, uh, again, New South Wales Cup player. He's played maybe three or four games in the NRL this year. So, Bass, you're right. Our bench is too weak to play the Panthers in a prelim.
3: Cody might not even play. Um, he, he might get, what, 15 minutes? I said it to you earlier in the year when they
2: bought Cody Nikarima. I said, what message have you sent to Blake Taff or Lachlan Ilias? Well, it was Blake Taff that got sent the message.
1: Yeah.
2: Is Cody Nikarima a better option than Blake Taff?
1: I think he was brought to add some leadership and experience in, in the big games. So
2: what I, experience? In what games? How they, many finals games has Cody Nikarima played? Cody he has been
1: around for a long time.
3: He's though. been he's around, a, he's well, a how senior many player. You wanna Well Oh look I'm just saying that I don't know. I'm the, speculating. The uh the last game, did you play him last round of the regular season? Was that the last game where they beat his guys? Taff Do, Taff were they missing were played they the grand final last year played three
2: semis leading into the grand final and you're trying to tell me Cody Nikorima is there for the experience. I dare say, uh, Blake, Blake Taff said, should be there said, for, based I, on last year. I said, I dare say, Blake Taff has got more finals experience than Cody Nikarima.
1: He's certainly more dynamic than him. I mean, you know, he's he runs. He's got a lot of heart, and he's 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 got some talent. There's no doubt about it. He filled in last year, and I thought he was a good fill in. I mean, it was probably the best we had, but I wasn't disappointed by it. I mean, we weren't going to win a grand. He final didn't make any him. mistakes. He didn't make me mistake. I like his style, though. I really like his style. But you've got to compare him to a Latron Mitchell. It's it's not a like... We're not like comparing him to
2: Latron Mitchell. We're comparing, comparing him to, to Cody, Cody Nickarima. Nicarima. Don't worry about Latron Mitchell. If you want... If you want a, a versatile utility on the bench, he proved he can play fullback. I'm sure he could
3: fill it at halfback or five, eight. There's no doubt he can. I'm sure if he has to, he can fill it at hooker. So the last time you played him, they were missing guys... Is that the game that that's what I'm, I was asking you before? Yeah, the game that they want to m- win the minor premiership was that the last game of the regular season? They didn't yeah. play South. Yes, they did. Didn't they play South?
0: In
1: the last no, the game. last game of the season oh, well, wasn't was it, what, what, us. Me and you know yeah. South and Brisbane. No,
3: sorry. Yeah, it was a couple of weeks prior to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Penrith came home and won at the death. So they had what? No one with in that in that team. eh? who? Penrith. They were missing. They, were they missing had everybody.
1: They were missing a few players. You're making out like they one were they, were, they were
3: missing five players. They were missing who? They were missing a few players. Halfback. 5'8". Five five eight. A few. <laughs> you guys. The hooker. Are you fucking... Uh, what's wrong with you? No, no, I'm just asking you. That game... Yeah. What, like, they beat you guys. Did you have a full team? I know Burgess didn't play. Yeah, they um, were missing Campbell Graham. No, you had no one.
1: Don't forget, it was that game that Jackson Polo had a shocker, and He hasn't made the squad
3: since. We it's been a great two there. weeks for you, Johnny. It has been. You know, everything comes to an end. <laughs> Chris,
1: you're embarrassing. I'm going to say, I'm a half glass full guy. I know the odds are stacked against us. I'm aware it's unlikely we're going to win. They've got a full squad. They're rested. We're not rested. We have injuries. We've got a clear, you know, a key player suspended. But I thought we had no chance against the Roosters. But we came out with a plan and intensity and we pulled a rabbit out of a hat. Yeah, but based on history... And there's a slight bit of hope for me that that can still happen... As unlikely as it is, and I get that it's but very unlikely.
3: Based on history, any team that's won a comp has been healthy. They've got a healthy team going. I know. It's I know. A, it's They've a got everything going. You've, for got, them. you've got to. You've got to be a healthy team through the whole year to win a comp. All our clubs have won comps, and if you look at oh, everyone's years that when they when they won it, full squad, everyone was there. You know, they just had. A, we all had a dream month, and that's that's what they got. Cowboys have the same thing. Gotta have a full team to win the cop. It's as simple as that. You gotta have, have hap- everyone on
2: the park. We harped on Ricky Stewart having his game plan pretty much done for him via the previous week. I think the game fla- plan for Penrith was done by the Roosters for them in the last round of the
3: season. I think they're gonna attack Luttrell. I think Yeah, I go- think they are. And I, I think, think Kick Out and that one one of those two is going I think one of them gonna is gonna get niggled.
2: I think they're gonna take Cody. it to Luttrell. I think they're gonna take it to Cody. Because um, there's a few intimidators in the Penrith side.
1: Panthers have got the nigglers. Do, do you they think, have the
2: Jerome oh, Blue-Eye. Do you, Jerome think, Blue-Eye, Jerome do you Blue-Eye think Jerome Luai is not going to throw some verbal sprays Cody's way? Hey, oh.
1: Crichton likes to give it. Yeah. Give it. yeah. A, a niggler. Crichton. Crichton. Even
2: Dylan Walker's. A, uh, Dylan Edwards is a niggler too in the tackle. Yeah. He absolutely. doesn't let. He doesn't let go very soon. Nah, He's always got his hand in the ruck. they have
1: certainly got that. And in considering
2: that they are Peter Vellantis' love child, because they're allowed to serve suspensions the next year.
1: I think you're up yeah. against the wall, The only in we got this year is Latrell Mitchell's back, but last year when we it was a tight match, we've lost Bennett from that side, we've lost Reynolds, Gagai, Sua, and Tom Burgess.
3: And Benji Marshall.
1: Well, and Benji Marshall. I didn't factor that in. So we're we're taking out a fair bit, you know, from last year's grand final into this game that and it's a game that we didn't win. So we know it's unlikely.
2: Yeah, they've lost Burton. Can you imagine Burton in that side sending up kicks down towards Alex Johnson? Those no, kicks,
1: what he's done for the Bulldogs alone, just with those kicks, it's been quite amazing. All right, um, so where's it won and lost? You're saying all over the park. You just think this is
3: a laydown. I, no, no,
2: I think the back five. I think yeah. the back five. But Penrith. it's still
3: it's, it's still the halves for me too. It's still oh, the halves. Yeah. You know, you they got you got two experienced South Falls. I Representative halves up against Cody. He's going well the last two weeks, and Lachlan Ilias, who you know got that's, hooked, got that's, hooked to get to Dragons and thought his career. I thought he's bounced back. He's, nah, he's going alright. I think I think
2: Viliami is going to target oh, Lachlan Ilias and treat him like a fucking speed hub. He's going to be. They're going to run up. at him all fucking night. Correct. And, and if Joy Arrow's injured and he's uh, we don't know how serious the groin injury is, but if he's going in there, he's the guy that I think defends up against with
1: Lachlan Ilias. If he's not 100%, Lachlan Ilias will pay a hefty price. Mate, it didn't look good last weekend. Uh, Joey Arrow looks like... I mean, if that guy comes back, it's a miracle. And, uh, and my biggest concern is if he does come back and play this weekend, he's not going to last the whole game. Uh, and also, our fifth tackle options. We can't do what we did with the Sharks against the
3: Panthers. You can't go throwing long no, balls. Man, like... We, Cut out balls. Lachlan just got I mean, you caught with that. the ball
1: twice. Then there were times when he just threw the ball to somebody else and I hope that they did something with it. Do you we think, can't do that with our free tackle options.
2: Do you think Cody Walker contemplates a long ball in this game? A cut-out pass or two in this game? He's, uh, he's two from two. He did it he earlier uh, in the year too.
1: Are you going to the game? Look, I've contemplated long and hard about this one. On one hand, I really want to go and support the team because... I think having, you know... You're at home.
3: You're playing at home.
1: A sea of red and green makes a big difference. But on the other side, I don't like going to that game and having a terrible experience and watching a screen. I absolutely hate it with all my heart. And I stopped paying for my membership the moment we started playing at that ground. And it's as simple as that. I don't like it. I don't want to be part of it. If they've signed another contract for another 10 years... That's just incredibly sad in my view because it means I'm not going to be going to home games for a long fucking time. Well, I'm It's the worst place in the world to watch a game of anything. Didn't I'm not going to do it. Didn't you guys just have a
2: billionaire IT guy buy 25% of the rabbits? A billionaire IT guy just bought 25% of the rabbits.
1: Mike Cannon-Brooks from Atlassian.
2: Yes. Yeah. Why doesn't he fucking upgrade Redford Oval for you?
1: I don't know what's going on there. Anyway, it looks likely we're gone in this game. Seems to be the consensus amongst the panel. I just hope that someone gives kick out a little bit of just tender love. Uh, I really love that guy. Let's call it there. Anything from you guys before we go?
3: Anyway, good luck trying to get to Homebush this week, Johnny, because I know you're going there. You might have to leave about 10 o'clock in the morning to oh, get no. there. Thank you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I really hope we re-sign for another 30 years. As
3: opposed to, you know, down, here, down the road?
2: Yep. All shit aside, Or All shit aside. Good luck this weekend. And in hindsight... You know, you are with a guy with one on the environment. You've got an electric car. Just drive down to Homebush, okay? At <laughs> least you feel good <laughs> and say I'm not fucking up the environment. You could have walked down from here, but fuck it. Your guys think that you got more fans out west, and that's where your stadium is. All right. I think you should play all your home
1: games at Penrith. Fuck it. Okay. Thank you, Bass. Thank you, Chris.
3: Good luck, mate.
1: On. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you like what you heard. This is Lebs on League. We are on Anchor, Spotify. Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. I'm Johnny Carewiz. Good luck to your teams this week, unless, of course, you are playing the Rabbitohs, and that means the Panthers. Yeah, tease a lot, because we got him on the spot.
2: Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back.